afternoon, guys. Comp Center Sports coming at you here once again. Episode number 49. It is Wednesday, February the 5th, 2020, and we've got some breaking news about a Yankees pitcher. With me, as always, my co-host, Ben Nisman. Benny, how are you today, buddy? Doing all right, Joe. Better than the Yankees are doing right now. We know a huge trade just took place, but hang on a second. We got to talk about this because this is a key injury for fantasy, for the AL East. This is huge, Joe. Absolutely. You know, we'll get to the big trade. That'll be our next episode. But right now, this is what's going on today. This is the important news. James Paxton is going to miss three to four months following back surgery. And I find it interesting timing because here we are just weeks away from spring training starting, just days away from pitchers and catchers reporting, and he's going to go under the knife. Why didn't this happen right. sooner? Right. It's a good question. Might have been a decision that they decided the, the camp of James Paxton, who I believe suffers the most. I think it's worse for them than it is for the Yankees, and I'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But it might have been just the thought that, hey, maybe this will get better. And they pushed it off, and they said, you know what, it's getting worse. Yeah. So the timing is brutal, but it's mostly brutal for Paxton because he's a free agent to be. Yes. I mean, this kills his value. It's possible that the Yankees still have enough depth to actually get through this and sustain it. We call them the World Series favorite on paper. If they're good enough, they should be able to get through a key injury like this. So we're going to have to see how they go through it because it, it seems like there are question marks across the board here when you talk about the rotation. Right. You know, we're going to we're going to break down that that rotation, but right now it looks like James Paxton, you know, if he comes back as they're saying he's going to 4 months from now, that will be June. You're talking mid-season. If he puts together a good half season, goes into the off-season with, you know, 8 or 9 wins in the second half, a really good ERA, I don't think it necessarily will hurt his hurt his value because at the end of the day, this is a guy who always comes with injury risk, Ben. This is a guy who has not pitched more than 160 innings in a season. You know, he's always on he's always missing time for something. Even last sure. year, which was a really nice year for him, he only pitched 150 innings. 15 and I 6, know. 382 ERA. Solid numbers. Yes. And still, though, Joe, he's got to stay on the field in order to get that huge contract. Sure. And when you're a free agent to be, you, you're not going to just say, oh, because this guy always gets injured, that's what I'm expecting when I'm paying for him. No, if the dude was able to come through with 30 starts this year, mm-hmm. his value would have gone up. Exactly. So I right now, for him, this is a killer. Because Absolutely. now when he comes back, whenever he comes back, because they say four months, usually that's the under, right? Mm-hmm. So if he comes back, then he has to perform at that point, mm-hmm. right? And let's say he does, and let's say they win the World Series and he's on the map, it's still going to be taken into account that he missed a lot of the year and that he just came back from back surgery and he's still another year older so either way it's just it's brutal for that for the james paxton camp for the yankees it's a whole nother story right now they can't even think about it they can't even consider him at this point if if he comes back great 
it has to be in an emergency situation if he's going to be back anytime soon during the season. So they got to go with what they have, and they got to live without him. They got to move on at this point. Right, right. Now, do you know the rotation? They're they're certainly going to have Garrett Cole at the top of it. But now you move everybody up a slot, right? So you move Severino to the two, Tanaka to the right. three, J-Hap to yeah. the four. And the question is, where do they go for their five? They've got Jordan Montgomery. They've got Jonathan Loizaga. They've got Davey Garcia. They've got a young guy by the name of Nick Tropiano, formerly of the Angels in their minor league system. I assume that that's going to be a guy who might get a spot start here or there when, the, if and when they need him. You know... It's it's a it's a bad injury, but the Yankees they they should be able to to weather this. They should be able to to you know because again, with that bullpen, with what they've created in that offense, just having a pedestrian five starter, they should be able to do just fine. Because they have enough offense to get around it, mm-hmm. but you are like you said, everyone has to move up, right? And you're asking for another huge year out of Tanaka, and Tanaka didn't even have that great of a year last year. So you got you need something out of that guy and J.A. Happ. I mean, what is he? He's 37 at this point or 38 years old. And, I mean, when you talk about Verlander and Granke and you wonder when the wheels are going to fall off, those guys are possibly going to Cooperstown. Yeah. I don't know what to think about J.A. Happ. He was a nice lefty. He got that 20-win season in Toronto. I believe it was 2017, maybe 2016. But he's never really blown you away. He's a nice pitcher. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if he was necessarily part of the Yankees' plans. They were shopping him. Absolutely. So, and they can't do that now. I, it, right. Exactly. So it's nice to have a lefty in there. But you're asking a lot of him. And then Wysaga... Montgomery, Sessa, mm-hmm. I guess now, if you want to talk about fantasy, a guy like Garcia becomes a little more intriguing because you got to believe at some point he's going to be here. Agreed. And if he performs, he's going to be here to stay. Yeah. So, yeah. huge question marks across the board here, Joe. Yep. Because an- I don't even know what we can assume we can get from Severino. Yeah, Severino's coming off the injury. Tanaka's coming off of a year. You know, he pitched 182 innings, but had a 4.45 ERA. It was arguably the worst year of his career since coming right. over to 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 the United States. Jay Happ, expensive. He's making 17 million dollars this year. And let's not forget something here. Jay Happ has a vesting option for 17 million dollars for 2021. If he hits 165 innings or 27 starts this year, that option is picked up. So there's no guarantee that this guy doesn't hit that mark if, you know, something happens to Severino or something happens to Tanaka and J-Hap is forced to be in that in, in that rotation just out of necessity. Right. Now, what about putting someone like Green into the rotation? I realized that he was good in the role that he was in. Maybe they leave it there, but would you consider it? I don't know if it would be green so much as it might be a guy, you know, you might throw green in the rotation as an opener, you know, use him for an inning or two, then bring in Montgomery or Sessa or, you know, Garcia or one of these other guys. That might be something that they do this year. Uh, For fantasy, that'll drop the value of Chad Green if that's what they're going to do kind of, you know, 
he, he'll lose a lot of relief appearances, especially in the bigs where we count that. You know, he'll lose right. those relief appearances if he's opening games. Um, I don't think I, I think it's a decent idea to utilize that kind of strategy with him, but I don't necessarily like the idea of that in a real life baseball situation, right? I've I've never been exactly the, the the guy who's who's pushing for these openers in real life baseball. Um, fantasy, it's an interesting thing because now you get a starter with a relief appearance, and that's fun to get. Um, but Chad Green, I don't know if he's I don't even know if he's stretched out enough. I don't know if he's get, if he's able that's to get the stretched question. out. I mean, do you decide to stretch him out? Spring yeah. training. I mean, you have the opportunity now. Does it kill you to try? Probably not. I mean, I guess this. I guess spring training is 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 the time to do something like that. You right. know, give it give it. The, you know, run that experiment out there. See what happens. The only the only downside I see to that is what if it kills him as a reliever, right? Like, what if he's right. thinking too much about? Oh my god, I have to be. I have to get my endurance up so that I can do this, and his production suffers. Um, right. If they, you mean if they have to just drop him back down and be. Right, right. If it doesn't if work out. Exactly. If they do it and they stretch him out and it doesn't work out and he struggles, then they throw him back right. into the bullpen. Does that mess he with what's between again. the ears? Yeah. Does that mess with what's between the ears? Because that guy is talented, but I don't. I wouldn't want to mess with what's already working there. I'd rather right. go with something like Jordan Montgomery or Jonathan Loisaga, a guy who has been in the rotation before. And we've seen them have success, and we saw Luizaga have a pretty decent run in 2018. Right. So uh, I, we know these guys have talent. We know they're young enough. Mm-hmm. And if they're healthy, they're going to get an opportunity. We'll see what happens. But it's just brutal all around. I'm sure Yankees fans are really frustrated that this is coming out now. Yeah. It, what, how, what are we, like two weeks or even less before pitchers and catchers report? Exactly. It's just crazy, crazy timing. And it's just... I think it's it's something that could shake up the league right now. Other teams might think, you know what, maybe we can jump on this team. Like Toronto and Tampa, we talk about them being very, very talented teams. Sure. Who knows? It, this is why they play the games on the field. I realize they are still a huge favorite in the East, still a huge favorite to win the American League, but they got to play the game. So this is an enormous key injury. We'll see what happens afterwards. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Rays must be licking their chops with what's happened in the last two days in the AL East. You know, Mookie Betts leaves the Red Sox. Now James Paxton's going to miss half the season for the Yankees. They've got to be saying, you know what? We can do this. Maybe, and I, I, I doubt this is a thing and there's no rumors for it, but what if they say, you know what? Let's t- let's kick the tires on Yasiel Puig and see if we can get him in, in the fold here. Right. Possible. I mean, he's got to go somewhere. I got to believe eventually someone's. I think it's going to be a one-year deal on a oh, guy yeah. like that. I think that's what it's going to have to be. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He's got to prove that he's. You know, the thing about Puig is not the production. You know, the production has always been has always been there. The question is between right. the ears and the and the distraction that he creates. You know, this sure. is a guy who's always getting into into scuffles, whether it was with Madison Bumgarner or last year when he was leaving the Reds and got into a fight with the Padres. You know, right. Dude, you got to cool down. Little things on the field, little fundamental things on the base path that mm-hmm. you notice where you wonder, is he not thinking about how many outs there are and he's just kind of playing for himself and not for the situation. Yeah. We've seen it a lot with this guy, but the talent, talent is there and he could certainly help a ball club get better. So, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to sign him, especially if it's just a one-year thing. He'll be more motivated that way. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, uh, I think that's about it there, Benji. I mean, this is, this is a devastating injury to the New York Yankees and we'll have to see how they, uh, how they weather the storm here. You know, you figure they get Domingo Herman back mid season as well. So by the time the all-star break comes, you're really going to see that rotation be what it is. So long as everybody stays healthy in the first half, but any, any further injury to that rotation and the Yankees are really in trouble. Yeah, now it seems like they have to be held together. Mm. And we know Masahiro Tanaka, we wonder about that elbow. I mean, there's, it's been in question, what, since 2015 even? Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to see how it all plays out. But I just wonder what the whole organization is thinking and what their their thoughts are. And it's in my mind, it's going to be just who can win a job in spring training. They'll go from there. Yep. And that's what it boiled down to. That five spot is absolutely open now. You're going to see Loisaga. You're going to see Montgomery. You're going to see Sessa. You're going to see uh, Davey Garcia. You know, all of these guys are going to fight for that job. And may the best man win. And that's that's the guy that will be pretty valuable in, in fantasy baseball for the first half right. of the season. And those question marks have to break out. The J.A. Haps and the Severinos. Yeah. They have to be on the side of good because if either one of them struggles, the offense really has to step up even more so. And, you know, this is a team last year that, again, won over 100 games with the most guys, most days on the disabled list for right. for for any team in history. And here right. we go again, and, like and, it's already starting. Right. And a couple of them were pitchers like a Severino mm-hmm. and like a Jordan Montgomery, but a lot of them were position players. So... We haven't seen when they've lost a key pitcher like this. And now, albeit they didn't have Derek Cole last year either. Mm-hmm. So they have that. I mean, even still, they've gotten better in their pitching depth just by adding Cole, even if they lose Paxton at the same time. But it would have been really, really huge to have them both, especially if you could get over 160 innings from Paxton. That won't be the case this year. No, and you didn't get 160 innings last year out of Paxton because he missed all of May. So this right. is not a this is not a surprise. This is always a guy who who misses a, a, a stint, whether it's you right. know two weeks somewhere or a month. You know this is this is what he is, and it's pretty disappointing that it happens yet again, and even more sure. disappointing this close to spring training. Right. It's still I see when you say it's not a surprise. It's still in a way unexpected. You were expecting to have him going into opening day, and you were expecting to get over the 160 mark. That was the expectation of him. And now it kills his value. It kills him in free agency. Mm -hmm. You're not even thinking about him in fantasy. Forget about that. But the Yankees, they just move forward. Next man in. Yep. Guys, that'll do it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher, or Anchor, Go ahead and give us a follow. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and give us a subscription. That button's going to be right here. And check out our last episode. It was a really deep dive into a bunch of outfielders. That's going to be right here. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for being with me. And uh, until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. It's always real fun in the bigs. We'll see you next time.